0: What's up, Braves Country? Welcome to the Braves Craze Podcast. It is March 15th, 2021. And for those of us who work in the education field, happy spring break. Uh, I will say I am off for a few days and pretty excited to have some time with the family. Also, uh, seeing that it's March, happy spring training as spring training is in full force. Uh, we've got real baseball games, or I say real games, we got baseball games going on. Uh, I'm not so sure how real they are. We've had some innings, uh, shorter games with the innings uh, decreased or, uh, you know, taking them down a little bit there for the innings. But we're playing baseball. It's great to see uh, the Braves on TV every now and then, the MLB package. You can watch that. uh, listen to the Braves almost daily now uh, on MLB as well. So uh, uh, it's just kind of cool getting back close to having real baseball coming at us again. Uh, Before we get started, as always, please give me a follow at Dr. Braves. And if you can do this podcast a favor, give us a review and follow us on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that may be. Uh, Again, thanks for everybody for tuning in and listening today. Uh, I've got some good content today to talk about. Uh, Again, happy spring break. Uh, COVID is kind of going down a little bit, we hope, knock on wood. So uh, baseball fans, uh, I saw where the Braves are going to allow, I believe, 33% capacity at Truist Park this year. Uh, hopefully that gets a little better as the season goes on, but but that's a great thing to see baseball fans coming back to the stadiums. Uh, so the first topic I want to discuss real quick besides the fans coming back in is Brian Snitker. Uh, just a big congrats to Brian Snitker as he was given an extension uh, before uh, a couple weeks ago, week and a half ago or so, uh, you know, Brian, honestly – you know, I, I think this was coming for Brian. Uh, he's been one of the best managers in baseball for the, the last few years. Uh, you know, he caught some flack for his decisions here and there, but but Brian Snicker is a great manager. Uh, I wouldn't want anyone else leading my team right now. The Atlanta Braves, he's the perfect guy for the job, the perfect fit. So uh, congratulations to Brian Snicker. Uh, I think he will have a few more years in Atlanta for sure until maybe he decides to leave on his terms. But right now. He is the guy that's going to lead this team, and I couldn't be happier to have him locked down for a couple more years going forth. Uh, also on, on a note uh, of guys and, and accolades, Nick Marcakis announced his retirement a few days ago as well. So uh, I want to say thank you to Nick Marcakis. Congratulations to Nick Marcakis on his great career. Uh, you know, he was a guy that, that caught some flack for the Braves the last couple years. Uh, numbers declined some as he got a little older. His outfield range also declined a little bit. Uh, Nick Markakis will probably be remembered as a Baltimore Oriole more than not. But make no mistake, he was a very good player for the Braves for, for the last few seasons. Uh, he, he was an integral part of the rebuild coming in. And a lot of folks scratched their head at why um, at that time, John Coppola signed Nick Markakis to come in with the rebuild. But we needed a guy to come in and show that work ethic, to be that clubhouse leader, to be a guy to, to go out every day and, and do it the way it needs to be done and, and teach the young kids how to do that and Nick played that role uh, perfectly he also had some big hits for the Braves uh, over the years and uh, I have a lot of respect for Nick Marquecas. I, I do think his time was up with the Braves in particular and uh, you know uh, he, but he's a guy that, that made a lot of difference for us a big difference for us and I want to congratulate him on retirement I wouldn't be shocked to see Nick back in baseball at some point in time in a coaching leadership role, whether it be front office, uh, on-field coaching, or a combination thereof. So congrats to Nick Markekis. Number 22 uh, of the Atlanta Braves will always be remembered as a very solid outfielder. I want to talk about now uh, kind of what's going on in spring training, kind of who's hot and who's not. I'm looking over some stats right now for, for what's going on, uh, and I will read some things off to you. Uh, Sean Kazmar, who's an a older journeyman, minor league player. Uh, I think he had a cup of coffee in the majors a few years ago. Uh, I believe with the Padres. Uh, don't hold me to that, but I think that's right. Uh, Sean Casmar has been at Richmond. Listen to me, Richmond. It's now, it's now Gwinnett, A Atlanta. Uh, he probably wasn't at Richmond for a while, too. Actually, that's how long he's been around with us, but uh, he's got three home runs, batting 545 in spring. So uh, I think Sean has very little chance to make this team in any sense, but Kind of cool to see this guy killing it in spring training. Uh, you know, three homers and eight RBIs. I think he leads the uh, the Grapefruit League in a lot right now. So, uh, again, you know, he could be a guy that you might bring up in an emergency here or there uh, to place him back up infield, outfield for the Braves. But I don't see Sean Kasmar being a guy that, that makes a difference for us. But he sure is having a great spring training, and it's nice to see, as I said, that guy doing that. So, uh, Drew Waters' his name is on here. He's only got four at-bats, but he's hitting 500. Uh, for the Braves this spring. Uh, One of the biggest breakout names we're hearing right now is a young man named Michael Harris. Uh, He is a top 12 or so, top 15 Braves prospect who is rising up quicker than that and maybe moving up higher than that uh, top 12 to top 10 or so. Uh, Michael Harris in 10 at bats is hitting 400 with a homer uh, for the Braves and and made a couple of very nice plays in the alpha, can play all positions out there. Uh, I think he's a right fielder by trade. Maybe he's playing some center this spring as well. Uh, he, he's a guy that that really I uh, look to see making an impact. And, again, this guy could be our next. And let me just pump the brakes before I say this. He could, he could be the next Roger like Acuna uh, in this minor league system. Kind of out of nowhere. Uh, I believe he's a Georgia kid. Pretty tall, athletic, lanky build. Uh, you know, the sky could be the limit for this guy. I think he's a couple years away. Uh I believe Michael played an A-ball last year, or two years ago. There was no play last year. But uh, this guy's rising, and he could be a guy we see in Atlanta in a starting role in the coming years. So pretty excited to see what he's doing. And, and again, he's been one of the, the, the names that's that's turned the heads this spring for sure is Michael Harris. Uh, Austin Riley hitting 357. There was a report that Austin was away for uh, unrelated activities the last few days. We hadn't seen him in action. He's been missing come to find out he, he basically had a COVID exposure and, and is due back soon now. So I think Austin's fine. There were some rumors running around of where he was and what was going on, but uh, it looks like Austin was just exposed to COVID and took a few days away to kind of quarantine, self-quarantine, and now should be back. Uh, Dansby, 357 with 14 at-bats, uh, having a good spring as well. And Ender, uh, Ender Enciarte, in nine at-bats, hitting 333. Uh, going to make it tough on the team to <laughs> sort of put him in a bench roll or even let him go at this point, but... Uh, we all know how I feel. And there's not a guy I really want to have on this roster, but he's having a pretty good spring so far. Uh Kung Fu Panda, Pablo Sandoval, 19 at bats, hitting 316. And then Philip Urban's turned a few heads. Uh seventeen at bats, kinda in the role or in, in the mix for the fourth outfielder spot, I guess. Uh two ninety four average. He's played a good bit, played all over the all over the outfield as well. And then Wilson Contreras had a nice spring, three RBIs, two eighty six and seven at bats for the Braves. Uh, some of the regulars, Ozzy 16 at bats, hitting 250. Uh, Jason Kipnis, trying to make the team as a reserve. 17 at bats, 235 with a homer. Uh, he was really cold for a while and has picked it up lately uh, in the last few games. Travis Demerit, uh, who we re signed as a prospect. I guess he's not a prospect anymore. Nine at bats, hitting 222. Uh, Freddie's 11 at bats, only hitting 182. Uh, don't panic. Uh, Acuna. 23 at-bats, 174. Off to a slow start, but he does have two homers, so he's hitting for power. Yohan Camargo, 167 with a homer, so he's played a good bit with 18 at-bats as well. Uh, And then Christian Pache, only 154, so that bat's a concern for Christian, 13 at-bats and a 154 average. Uh, Shea Longoliers, one more guy I want to mention, hitting 182. Uh, He had a nice game the other day. Uh, but he, he's probably a year away or so from Atlanta, is Shay Langeleer, is the catcher of the future uh, to go along with William Contreras. So uh, looking at some of the pitchers real quick now, let's talk about pitchers a second and, and some of the guys and how they're doing. Uh, let's start with Charlie Morton. He's had one outing, one start, pitched three innings, struck out three, no earned, looked great. I actually got to see most of that game. It was on TV the day he pitched uh, y'all may have seen Charlie. He hit 97 on the radar gun. Charlie Morton was a steal in how we got him this season. He's only on a one-year deal, but but Charlie Morton is just a big-time pitcher, going to be a great pitcher for us down the stretch. Uh, going to have to see how we use Charlie. We may have to give him a day off here or there, a start off, keep him fresh for the playoffs. But Charlie Morton, to me, adds an adds a element to this rotation that we hadn't had in a while, and that's a veteran guy who's still got a lot in the tank who's a big-money pitcher, in particular in big games in the playoffs. So couldn't be more excited to have Charlie here, and, and he looked great in his first outing. Uh, Kyle Muller, young prospect for the Braves with a live arm, big, tall lefty. He's pitched one game, uh, struck out three in the inning and two-thirds. Uh, the stuff is there. He's a little bit away still, but, uh, you know, he's, he's a big-time guy for us, I think, coming fourth. Uh, Tookie Toussaint, uh two outings, 180 ERA, five innings, 5Ks. Nice start for Tookie. Tyler Matzik, uh, two innings – or, sorry, four games. He's won two games, actually, and in, in whatever that's worth in spring training. Uh, four and two-thirds innings, eight Ks, uh, 193 ERA. So, Tyler Matzik's a guy that was great last year. Look for Tyler to be strong again. Uh, Max Freed with only one start. He missed some time because of a COVID scare as well. Uh, four innings, one earned, three strikeouts, no walks. So, nice job for Max. Kyle Wright picks three games. Already, uh, eight innings, uh, three walks, 6Ks, a 324 ERA. So nice start for Kyle. Bryce Wilson also with two games, uh, five innings and six strikeouts with a 360 ERA. So the starters are looking pretty decent. The, the one kind of concern Ian Anderson got hit around last, last game. Uh, he's pitched two games, five innings, seven hits allowed, two walks and 9K. So, uh, Ian's off to a bit of a rough start, but he'll bounce back and be fine, uh,
1: the other person I'll mention
0: is Waskar who's who's been in two, sorry, three games, got hit around a little bit, seven innings pitch, seven earned, but 12 strikeouts and nine ERA. Uh, Waskar was lighting the radar going up at 97 as well, though. Uh, I'm very high on Waskar Iñoa at this point in time. I'm not what not really sure what his role is going to be. We'll discuss the bullpen in a second. But, uh, you know, he's a guy that, that I think has a huge upside and plays a big role for the Braves going forth. Uh, a few of the early pitchers I didn't talk about, Will Smith has had three outings, looked really good, no earned runs. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr. trying to make the team as a non-roster, uh, five outings, only one earned, five uh, five walks in 5K, so too many walks, uh, but but looked pretty good. Uh, we'll go to Luke Jackson, second. He's pitched four games, four two-thirds innings, 386 ERA, so okay for Luke. Uh, A.J. Mentor, four games, 450 ERA. Good strikeout numbers, good walk numbers for A.J. Uh, I think A.J.'s in for a big year as well. Uh, Grant Dayton and Sean Newcomb have had a rough time so far this spring. Uh, Sean's just pitched in one game, though, and lot of earned runs. so it's too, too early to say on Sean. Uh, Chad Sabotka struggling still. Uh, Chad's a guy that I always thought was going to be a lot better than he than he is numbers-wise. He's been in two games, uh, allowed two earned runs, uh, which is a 9 RA. So, you know, Chad is, has Chad is struggled a little bit. Uh, for the last couple years. But I think he's a guy with the right tutelage could end up being a pretty solid relief pitcher for us. Uh, And that would be very nice if he could turn that around. So uh, let's talk about the bullpen now and and kind of what we can expect for the bullpen this year. So we know the Braves did not re-sign a couple of pitchers. Uh, Shane Green, one of them. And then our closer, Mark Melanson was not brought back. He signed elsewhere. So there's some unanswered questions in the Braves bullpen this year uh, to figure out what we can do. Uh, looking through the pen, you got to figure these guys are shoe-ins. Will Smith, who's probably going to get the bulk of the closing, would be my guess. And Chris Martin, also very, very solid. Had some injury concerns. Between Smith and Martin, those are our two late guys, I think, that will be very strong for us this year. Uh, barring injury, they should be uh, the, the two guys that close most of the games. Uh, and, and I haven't really heard Brian talk about who's going to close. Uh, I could see him doing some lefty-righty stuff with these two guys, but but I think you've got two very good really pitchers at the back of the bullpen. Uh, the third guy that I think is a shoe-in is A.J. Mentor at this point. A.J. was dominant last year. Uh, he's a guy with lights-out stuff. If he throws strikes and is healthy, uh, he can close, honestly. He, he's, a, he's got great stuff and, and had a great year, so I think A.J. is going to make the team. Uh, Tyler Massick, I talked about a second ago with his good spring so far, is also a guy that's, Pretty much, I wouldn't say a lock, but he's pretty close to a shoe-in to make this roster. So those are four guys, Will Smith, Chris Martin, A.J. Mentor, and Tyler Matzik that I like to make this team regardless. Uh, then you got a guy, then you got guys coming in that you're not really sure what you're going to get. The odd zone favorite for the next spot is probably Luke Jackson. Uh, Luke Jackson's a guy that can pitch multiple innings, has great stuff, a great slider and a good fastball. Uh, we all know Luke's been a bit of a circus from time to time. He gets base runners on base and tends to get himself out of trouble sometimes and doesn't sometimes. So he's a guy that we that figure is going to be here. Uh, then you got Jacob Webb, who's had a lot of injury issues, but, but is a really good pitcher. So I think Jacob Webb's a guy that, that if he can stay healthy, can also really help us this year and, and, and do good. Uh, Jacob has pitched one game – I'm sorry, three games this spring, uh, three innings and three Ks with a Z-R-E-R-E-R-A, so a nice start for Jacob. So hopefully he's a guy that we to keep healthy. Some more names to mention, Sean Newcomb. Uh, you know, what do you say about Sean Newcomb? He's a, a guy we got in the trade for Anderton Simmons, had a lot of upside from the Angels organization, uh, had a good season a few years ago as a starter, went to the bullpen, pitched pretty well, tried to make him a starter again last year. We all know that didn't go well. Now back to the bullpen. So what Sean Newcomb will you get this year? Uh, if he can control himself and, and, and pitch with, you know put, throw strikes, basically he could be a good guy for us, but he has not started well this spring. Uh, only one game, uh, but did give up a run. So, again, too early to tell for Sean, but but Sean's a guy we need to get right. Uh, then there's Josh Tomlin, uh, Mr. Reliable, long man, uh, not a guy you want out there every day, and, and you know, he, he doesn't throw very hard anymore, but, but he gives you innings and as uh, a good option for us. So you figure Josh may be the long guy, who knows. Then you've got a plethora of guys to work with. Uh, Grant Dayton. Who tends to be on a shuttle to to uh, Gwinnett in Atlanta, uh, lefty that that doesn't kind of a soft tossing lefty, but he's a guy we could use, uh, I'm sure, for different spots and situations. Uh, the guys we've brought in non roster: Carl Edwards Jr., Victor Ordonez, and Nate Jones. Uh, I think all of these guys could help us. It depends on who has the best spring and who's ready to go. Uh, I like Edwards Jr., but he's got to throw strikes. Uh, you know, Aranjo and Jones have probably done it more than, than Edwards has as far as consistently. is uh, coming off an injury. Uh, Jones is a little older now. So we'll see. I mentioned Chad Sabatka a second ago. you got to figure Chad needs some work in, in AAA. But big arm, big stuff. Uh, just has not ever gotten it done for whatever reason. One of the starters, you could, you might see one of those guys make the team as a reliever, Bryce Wilson, Kyle Wright. I guess you call Tukey a starter still. Tucker Davidson, who's probably a long shot at this point in time. Uh, but but those are guys, you figure one of those guys takes the fifth rotation spot until Mike Sirocco is ready. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be either Ryder Wilson. The other guy might find himself in the bullpen, and that would be uh, okay if that's the case. And then the other guy that I'm going to talk about for a second here is Waskar Enoa, who got roughed around, roughed up this spring already. But this is a guy that I think could be a dominant pitcher for the Braves. Uh, The question about Waskar is, what's his role going to be? Is he a starter? Is he a reliever? Is he kind of a hybrid guy? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's got to get himself more consistent, but the guy's got lights out, number one starter kind of stuff, 97, 98, nasty slider. Uh, You know, Waskar and Noah, the sky really is the limit for this kid. Uh, You know, I, I could see him being used as sort of a college relief pitcher where you bring him in in the sixth inning, in a game and, and he pitches well, you leave him in for two or three innings and, and let him go, maybe even finish a game if he's, you know, strong and rested. So uh, I think Oscar Noah brings an element to the Braves that, that is just hard to even describe. He might not make this team. He may start the year at, at AAA and gets more work done. But I think at some point in time, you see Oscar Noah, you see Bryce Wilson, you see Kyle Wright, you see Tukey this year uh, in this bullpen. It's just, or, or even starting, but it's just, the question is when will that be? So, you know, the Braves have an interesting situation in the bullpen. that They've lost some uh, depth uh, with the two guys I mentioned we didn't re-sign, but we have so much depth with these young guys and other pitchers coming in, and some of the guys we signed as non-rosters as well. So they've got plenty of guys to shuttle in and out. It's just who's going to step up. So I, I think the bullpen I'm excited about. Uh, someone's got to step up as closer. The young guys have to step up. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this year. Uh, I'm not going to predict yet who I think is going to make it. I told you four or five guys I think were shoe-ins. Uh, I think one of the young guys is going to step up and make the team, and I think one of the non-rosters will probably make this. But my um, guess is going to be uh, it's going to be Nate Jones to start with. He's pitched well. Uh, but, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, Brian Snicker could go with a lot of options there uh, at this point in time. The last thing I want to discuss is some of the slow starts this year. Uh, Marcelo Zuna is not hitting much this spring. Ron Lacuna is, is, is not hitting for average. Freddie's starting slow. Uh, you know, my, my, my initial take is don't panic, uh, particularly with Ozuna. He did this last year. He couldn't hit anything in the spring. I thought he was going to be in for a bad year, and he killed it. So, you know, these guys are getting ready. They're getting getting themselves in shape. They're getting their swings down. Uh, you know, Marcel's working on the outfield right now, I think. So uh, I think the Braves lineup's going to be potent, going to be ready to go. Uh, you know, you get these guys hot at the same time this year, and they're going to be devastating to, to other teams. So, You know, don't worry much about Marcel, Ronald, Freddie right now. Uh, They're going to be just fine. And, and, you know, uh, we'll see how how it plays out and who's hot to start the year. But, again, Marcel had a poor spring last year and and was the runner-up, in my mind, to Freddie's MVP and was pretty close to doggone winning it. So, uh, you know, Marcel will be fine with the bat. I do worry about the glove a little bit, and he's working on that. So kudos to him for that right now. So that's the show for the day. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Have a great week, and let's watch some Braves baseball. for listening to the braves craze podcast be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to follow the braves doctor on twitter at dr braves